I'm Angel, passionate birth worker and podcast host of the Birth Rebel Podcast. I'm bringing you a blend of heart, soul, and a bit of controversy. Join me on my podcast where I dive fearlessly into thought-provoking discussions about the most controversial topics in pregnancy, birth, breastfeeding, and postpartum. I'm unmasking the truths. I'm challenging norms and sparking conversations that matter. Let's celebrate the beauty of the perinatal space while fearlessly confronting the tough questions together. Tune in for guest interviews from health professionals leading the charge into changing the perinatal space and my own expertise in diverse topics. All right, Birth Rebel, let's jump into it. Hey, hey there, Rebels. Welcome to the Birth Rebel podcast. I'm your host, Angel, and today we're diving deep into a topic that's pretty close to the hearts of many expecting mothers, and that is why do women fear birth? Or why do so many women fear birth? Where does it come from? So today we're going to uncover the root causes behind those fears, and then most importantly, discuss how society plays a role in stoking these anxieties. But don't worry, I'm not just here to point out the problems. I'm also here to offer solutions as well, so stick around. So let's just jump right into it. Why do so many women fear the birth process? And this is a common concern for many, many women One of the reasons why, you know, doulas might be so popular is because there's some sort of fear that's going on behind their reasoning of hiring a doula, or that's one of the reasons why many women may choose to take a childbirth class. This is something that you see all over Instagram, all over Facebook. So this fear definitely runs rampant in the American society. It might be different in other countries. I don't know. I don't live there. I live here in America. So I know for here in America, in our modern society, if you live in a more modern society, yeah, it's a it's a big, big and common fear. And you know what? Our society actually plays a bigger role in this fear than you may think. So first up, let's talk about Hollywood. So (laughs) I love a good medical drama. I am a huge movie buff. I love all types of science fiction films and I love all types of fantasy films, all those kind of, all those kind of things. And you may be out there that enjoys watching TV and movies as well. Well, I, one of my favorite TV series currently is Game of Thrones and they have a sequel series called House of Dragon. And while I really liked the series in whole, they have some pretty wild birth scenes. And they're pretty scary and really, really intense and just magnifies the fears that moms have. Like one mom dies in childbirth and has a horrific C-section. Another mom just has you know, horrible pain and delivers her baby stillborn and things like that. So there's just Hollywood perpetrates a lot of these fears. Another series that you guys may be familiar with is Suits. And I really enjoyed that series as well. 
although the last few seasons I might have a few opinions on. But one of the last episodes of the series is one of the characters giving birth. And she ends up in an emergency C-section. And I remember watching it and I'm like, that is not even how that would happen. <laughs> but she just ends up in an emergency C-section. And so like, this is just how birth is portrayed in the media. And all of the births in the media are in the hospital. I don't really know of many TV series. I actually haven't watched any TV series where a birth happens in home at home. I haven't watched any, and I highly doubt that there's any, at least in the American sense. There are any videos or TV series or movies, I wouldn't say videos, movies and TV series where they have a birth at a birth center. I haven't seen it. If you guys have, let me know. I would love to watch it. But yeah, these, a lot of these births, they take place in hospital. A lot of times for the dramatic factor, they end up having a C-section or the baby dies or the mother dies or the mom almost dies. And so, yeah, thanks, Hollywood. You have been great at perpetuating the fear of birth and that it really is just scary. So, yeah, they've really got to go. We got to take that out of movies and TVs. And I say this a lot, not even just about birth, but about breastfeeding, too. Most of the TV shows and movies, like, you hardly ever see moms breastfeeding. Hardly ever. Like, all the cartoons all have, like, bottle feeding babies in the books. Even in the, like, animal books that I read to my kids, if they're, like, children or babies in the the books and it's about a rabbit or a kangaroo or an elephant like they're all drinking bottles which is like super unrealistic in the real world (laughs) like no those animals definitely don't bottle feed their children and obviously there's a lot of cartoonish things about those books because a lot of times they're like they might even be wearing clothes and have like a traditional house and I get that but still they're not breastfeeding their babies either so, yeah, thanks, Hollywood, for making birth look like it should be a horror movie and a horror show in the delivery room. Okay, so next is my first tip that I want to give for you guys when we're talking about overcoming the fear of birth is to turn off the horror scenes of birth <laughs> and actually watch some positive birth stories, like real-life accounts can be very inspiring and not terrifying at all. So there is pain-free birth. She puts a lot of births on her Instagram. Christian Hypnobirthing posts a lot of positive birth stories as well. There are quite a few podcasts, and I'll, I'll add a few podcasts in the description that you guys can check out and look at some positive birth stories. But watching those those positive birth stories can really help inspire you and replace some of those fears that you might have about birth. But I really do want you guys to be able to know that birth doesn't have to be something scary. It can be something that is amazing, something that is, you know, has good feelings surrounding surrounding it and that, you know, more often than not, birth goes right than it does go wrong. Of course, we can always talk about how if you're giving birth in the hospital, there are interventions that make birth go wrong. But that is a story for another time. And actually, I probably have talked about it in previous podcast episodes. 
All right. So let's talk about the next fear. And the next fear is the fear of the unknown. Okay. Cue Elsa into the unknown. I love that movie. Sorry, guys. I'm a terrible singer, so I'm not going to sing it. But yeah, Into the Unknown. Let's go Into the Unknown. Um, But I would say that a majority of fear for first-time moms when it comes to giving birth is that fear of the unknown because they don't know what contractions feel like. They don't know what it's like to push. They don't know what it's like to have stretching there. They don't – stretching in their vagina. They don't know – you know, what's expect afterwards, the cramping after, like, they don't know any of that. They've never seen it. And if they have seen it, it probably wasn't a movie. And if it wasn't in a movie and they attended a birth, then they probably only attended one birth. And who knows what happened in those births. And if something good happened into it, then they're probably not as fearful if they saw or witnessed a positive birth experience. But if it wasn't that great, then that just amplifies their fears even more because they don't know what to expect for their own birth. And, you know, God forbid that it happens to them. Most of us have actually never witnessed birth. A long time ago, pre-modern times, I would say probably pre, you know, the 20th and 21st century. So talking, thinking about like the 19th century before, you know, most women did witness birth. They saw their sisters give birth. They saw their cousins give birth. They saw their friends give birth. They might have helped them and supported them, supported them giving birth. So, and then on top of that, if they had animals, they witnessed that their animals giving birth as well. So birth was part of the normal experience. They saw it all the time. They knew what to expect. The wisdom of how to deal with birth has been passed down from from grandmother to mother to daughter and you just don't see that anymore and you most of the time if we are and this kind of gives and in, gets into another point that I have when we talk about like what's being passed on as far as birth experiences most of them are negative and so we're just continuously um, passing down negative birth experiences but we'll talk a little bit about that um, shortly so next thing that I want to talk about uh, or next tip that I want to give you guys when it comes to that is to do a fear releasing exercise. As you guys know, I just had my sixth baby and I had a wonderful home birth. I really wanted to take charge of my pregnancy this time with baby number six. And I wanted to make sure that I was providing everything that I needed for my baby. And we all know how hard it is to get all the nutrients that we need through our food, especially if you're trying to buy organic foods and pasture-raised eggs and grass-fed beef. It can be difficult. And honestly, I know that all doctors recommend taking a prenatal, but for my last five pregnancy. Most of the prenatals just made me so sick and I couldn't take them. Not to mention how big and giant those pills are. And who wants to swallow those things? Well, this time for my sixth baby, I was introduced to Need It. And I love their products. And I still use it even after I've had my baby. But what I really loved about their prenatal powder is that it tasted great. And that's the prenatal that I used. I didn't have to take any 
giant pills, just a powder that I scooped into my smoothies in the morning, and it tasted so good. Another product that I really love is their collagen powder. You can't even taste it when you put in your food. And we're not really talking about how important it is to have collagen during your pregnancy. The other thing I love about Native is that they offer a lot of education surrounding the topic of prenatal nutrition, and they have studied it. Most of the nutrition advice that are given by OBGYNs and midwives is very outdated. Well, I hope this is really helpful for you guys, and I'm really excited to have been able to use their products and still continue to use their products. If you guys want to know more about their products, feel free to go to thisisneeded.com. And if you would like a discount, you can look at the description below or you can use code Fruit of the Womb for 20% off one-time purchase orders or the first three months of one of their one-month subscription option. All right, guys, let's get back to the episode. What's a fear-releasing exercise? Well, that's one way that you can come face-to-face with some of the fears that you may have when it comes to giving birth. Basically, when you do that fear-releasing exercises, you're able to look at what fears you have and then come up with solutions or possible reactions to those fears. Fear-releasing exercise can also be kind of meditative where you kind of walk through your fears and release them as well. Okay, so the next thing that I want to talk about is the generational aspect. So sometimes our mothers or grandmothers, they had traumatic births and they share those stories with us. And it may look like, oh, when I had you, it was 30 hours of labor and then Finally, I had a C-section because I just couldn't bear to take the pain anymore and you got stuck. Or, you know, you tore me from front to back, things like that. And so when we're kids and we're hearing that, that sounds horrible. It's like, oh my gosh, like that's what childbirth is. I want a C-section right away. I don't want to go through labor. That sounds horrible. And then there's another aspect to that trauma it's what we call epigenetics where it kind of looks at how things that happen previously in previous generations how that might affect our genetic genetic switches so certain things we pass on including certain like trauma responses and uh, sometimes when things like that sometimes those switches can be turned on um, and things like that so it's almost like we are carrying the previous fears with us and there's no wisdom that's being passed on anymore about how to cope with childbirth you know a long time ago we were able to see our sisters our friends our you know cousins give birth and we would support them through those deliveries and then they would support us with those deliveries and then we would support our daughters with those deliveries and our daughters saw us give birth and things like that that doesn't happen anymore and so we're just left with this i don't know what to expect the only advice my mom has for me is to get an epidural and that's pretty much it so and that's why we're hiring doulas because we're realizing that we're missing that aspect of you know support and comfort and things like that all righty 
<laughs> so another tip for you guys, a solution to any trauma that you may have seen, whether it's like if you had been to a birth and that birth didn't go well, or if your previous birth was not great, something traumatic happened during your previous birth, my tip for you would be to seek a trauma-informed therapist, preferably one that specializes in maternal mental health, so that you're able to, you know, talk through those fears and find other coping skills and mechanisms to be able to overcome that trauma and heal from that trauma. Because I will tell you now, if you do not come face-to-face with those traumas and learn how to deal with them, it will show up in your birth. I have seen it happen to clients where, you know, something that happened in their previous birth has kind of come up to the surface during their current birth, and they're kind of replaying that fear all over again, thinking that, oh, it's just like last time, this is is going to be the same bad outcome, even though it hasn't happened yet. Or maybe one thing is kind of similar to last time. And so there's like this giving up or there's they're scared and they're crying um, or screaming. And so it's really, really important to for you to come face to face with those traumas and so that you, you don't come, they don't come back up in your birth. The next thing that we are going to talk about is the fear of labor discomfort. And, you know, it's natural to be apprehensive about any kind of discomfort or any pain. But here's the deal. Knowledge is power. A lot of women are afraid of the discomforts in labor. We hear these stories about how painful birth was and, you know, things like that. And so now we carry all that fear with us. But this leads to tip number four. It's really important to take a childbirth class so that you can understand the process. Since we are not exposed to birth anymore, since we don't see it um, very much anymore, this tip can actually help with the fear of the unknown and the fear of labor discomfort and pain in childbirth. So The childbirth classes can help you gain understanding about the process. It can help you uh, teach you how to cope with the the labor surges. So education can be your greatest ally. And then here's the big one. The next fear is the fear of labor complications. So a lot of people are afraid of their baby getting stuck. They're afraid that their heart rate may drop. And this is actually a fear I see a lot with doctors. The doctors are so afraid of complications, they intervene way too early for those complications, for the possibility of a complication. So when it comes to that fear of labor complications, one, again, going back to the childbirth education, if you understand how the process of birth works, you can learn how to avoid labor complication. And the other thing that I like to teach in my own childbirth classes is that the health, how you take care of your body and your pregnancy in those nine months can also heavily impact the outcome of your birth and how susceptible you are to complications. So this is why I talk a lot about like body work, nutrition. Um, those two things are really, really important into in preventing 
labor complications. So preventing things like preeclampsia, preventing things like, you know, a, a baby that won't come down, a stuck baby, things like that. All of the like body work and nutrition can really help with the preventative of labor complications. And that's stuff that they don't really talk about in your, you know, day-to-day OBGYN visit at the hospital or um, even sometimes with midwives, they don't always talk about that. So my tip number five for you guys is to call in the reinforcements, hire a doula. This is going to be your birthing superhero. Doulas are scientifically proven to reduce discomfort and prevent complications. And they understand how the body works. They understand how to, you know, bring balance to the body if they've had the training for that. They understand how to, you know, visualize where the baby might be and what you know, positions you can be put in or that you can take to, you know, get baby to come down, to get baby to rotate and things like that. Or even just like one of the things I like to tell my clients, like, especially once they get the epidural, sometimes the baby's heart might drop and I'm like, okay, take a deep breath, take a deep breath in, give oxygen to your baby. That'll help regulate your your system and the baby system. So now that's that's peace of mind there, having that doula there. People think, oh, doulas are there for, I don't know, what do people think about doulas now? It's I've been in this for four years, and I feel like <clears throat> what doulas are, the, the idea of what a doula is has kind of changed in the last four years pretty quickly. But yeah, doulas are not only there for, you know, helping you get through the pain, but they're also there to help you avoid those complications. And when we're talking about what they do in the medical system, a lot of the interventions that they use can actually increase the amount, the possibility of complications. So like I said, the epidural can cause your blood pressure to drop, which could cause baby's heart rate to drop. And if they're able to help you with, you know, pain management, discomfort management, then you're able to avoid that epidural or like if you need more information about Pitocin and your alternatives and things like that. So definitely hire a doula if you want to avoid complications, if you want to reduce that discomfort. All right. Now, last but not least, I do have something special for you guys so that you guys can be the fearless moms that you want to be in order to overcome some of those fears that you have. And the I have I actually have something for you to help that you can use at any time, and it's called the Fearless Birth Kit. And this kit is actually a course, and it includes a variety of different resources for you to be able to, you know, overcome some of those fears. And it's the stepping stone to being able to release those fears. So it includes things like fear releasing meditations fear-releasing worksheets, positive affirmations, videos on birth trauma, and then I have a bonus ebook on reducing stress in pregnancy, which also can cause complications in pregnancy. This is going to be your secret weapon to conquering those fears and embarking on your birth journey with confidence. So if you want to get this fearless birth kit, you guys can go in the description below and grab that. And I hope that this will be a resource for you guys to be able to overcome some of those fears that you have, whether that's birth trauma, whether that's the fear of the unknown, whether 
It's the fear of labor complications, along with the tips that I gave you guys. So just like going over the review of the tips that I gave you, tip number one um, for overcoming the fear of birth, you know, turn off those horror movies and watch positive birth stories. My tip number two, do fear-releasing exercises. That'll really, really, really help with facing some of those fears. Tip number three, seek a trauma-informed therapist that specializes in maternal mental health. Tip number four, take a childbirth, a, a childbirth class to understand the process and learn how to cope with the labor surges. And then finally, tip number five, hire a doula. And then your bonus tip is to get my fearless birth kit so that you're able to have that full foundation on not only understanding how you can overcome your fear, but you can actually use the tips in this kit to help you during your birth and your labor. And honestly, these tips that I'm going to give you in this fearless birth kit can help you help you life lifelong. So this is going to be your secret weapon to conquer those fears and embark on that journey. So remember, you're not alone in your fears. You got this. It's time that you rewrite the script on birth and you become empowered and enlightened and inspired to have the birth that you want without fear. Yeah, thanks guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode and I I can't wait for the next episode. And also, I'm so excited to be back. I didn't really mention this in the beginning. I've had my baby, so I am off maternity leave and getting back into birth doula work and also focusing on childbirth education and lactation support and counseling. So I'm really excited to embark on the journey more deeply into breastfeeding support. And in the future, you know, my baby is actually kind of, her name is Mila Melina. My birth stories will be coming up in a a couple episodes, so look out for that. But baby Melina, she's going to be a daily guest on the podcast. She's here with me. She's sleeping right now, but in the future, you might hear her, you know, chit-chatting with us as well. So again, thanks for joining us on the Birth Rebel podcast. Stay fearless and I'll catch you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast episode. But remember, our journey together is far from its conclusion. Ensure you tap that notification bell to stay in the loop about upcoming episodes. Don't forget the valuable resources waiting for you in the podcast description. Also, do you love this podcast? Show your love by leaving a stellar five-star review, spreading the word across your social circles, or even becoming a listener supporter, contributing financially to sustain this podcast's existence. If a specific topic tickles your fancy or you aspire to be a guest on our show, don't hesitate to submit your ideas via the link in the podcast description. And to all you incredible women who are expecting or planning to conceive, I'm well aware that fears around childbirth can be overwhelming. From concerns about hospital procedures to coping mechanisms during labor, I've got your back. What's even better is that you can now access your free guide on mastering five techniques to conquer the fear of birth. As a bonus, discover a collection of mindfulness tools curated to quell anxiety and fear during pregnancy and childbirth. The guide's link awaits you in the podcast description. Live long, loud, and in prosperity, dear members of the Rebel Birth crew. Until we cross paths again, thrive unapologetically.